as we get more into the pod that we've actually been um, recruited to do, we've been thinking about pods that we'd rather be doing. We'd rather have a Tide Pod pod. An AirPod pod. If you're not listening to this pod with AirPods, get the fuck out of this pod. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think the pod stands for, people? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, dear Abby. I'm just Abby. We're here in the studio uh, with our producers, Natalia. Hey. And Austin. Hey, guys. This is supposed to be an advice podcast and it's not setting out to be a bad advice podcast but it will inevitably be bad advice sorry hello listener (laughs) welcome to the pod here's our question abby i just started dating someone less than a week before valentine's day i'm not sure what to do because i don't want to make a big deal out of it since we just started dating but I also want to do something. Why do you want to do something this Thursday specifically? That's kind of a random understand. day. It's not bar night and it's not Friday, so what? You could do lots of things. They don't have to be Valentine's Day related. Outside the Lines has a figure drawing session. Go to Outside the Lines. It's great. <laughs> um, Abby and I are literally, we both, are we allowed to say this? Abby and I both have this same situation, basically, mm-hmm. in that we both started dating people not less than a week before Valentine's Day, but, like, let's say less than a year before Valentine's Day. But I, I feel like the, the difference is, um, like, between our, our questioner and us is that they seem to want to do something, whereas we are actively avoiding doing anything. You can't say that about me. Okay. I'm well, doing something. <laughs> I'm actively avoiding doing anything. I guess we could address this from the point of, like, how do I avoid doing anything? How, okay. So, for example, I took a history class last quarter where every Thursday night I was just fully booked because I had to read, like, all this reading that I had saved for the one day that it was due and then do all the reading and then write a Canvas post by 10 p.m. Thursday. That's a great way to avoid doing something mm-hmm. if you happen to be in that situation. And if you aren't in that situation, you could just save all your work for Thursday night. Yeah. It's midterms, guys. You could save all your midterms till Thursday night. Alternatively, Abby and I are actually fleeing the country and going to Cincinnati, Ohio on Thursday night. And that seems to be an amazing way to flee Valentine's Day. There's nothing like being on a plane to Cincinnati on Valentine's Day. There's absolutely nothing. Just a disclaimer, though. We booked that trip eons before yeah. anyone was even close to being in a relationship. At this point, it's a booked <laughs> flight. Every, everyone's thought of this solution at this point. Um, yeah, we'll see you on the flight to Cincinnati if you were so smart to book it months ago. Maybe try a different sea city in Ohio. Columbus, Cleveland. You could even go Dayton, Toledo, Akron, Youngstown, Middleton. I've never met... Bavaria. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I've never been a state with so much internal um, competition, like, between the cities. I know. It's so fun. It's like, when you go, what is it, north? I want to say north. Shit. I can't tell if it's northeast or northwest, but you got Cleveland, and then go, like, two hours down just the flattest road you'll ever find, and you'll find Columbus. That's right in the middle of the state. they hate each other. So I know. And then continue <laughs> two more hours. Like, Columbus is, like, an exact center point, and it's, like, probably the most beautiful futuristic city you'll ever see. I've only seen it once, and I loved it. Then you get to Cincinnati, which is objectively the best part of Ohio. And We're going to be in southern Ohio. Oh, you can see Kentucky. The I've been saying south? this. The deep south. <laughs> they say W. I cannot wait. They say what? W. Like, instead of, like, 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G, et cetera, et cetera. Instead of W? Instead of W, you yeah. You just said W. You have to sing the whole thing. <laughs> I wanted to show off my range. Wow. <laughs> Extensive. Um, so that's a great way to avoid Valentine's Day at all costs, is to just get to Midway Airport at 8 p.m. that night. Yeah. Um, just hope your date hasn't done the same, because that would be really awkward be to see your To be like, okay, Midway. bye, I have to go to the 55 oh. now, and then they're like, wait. I'm going to the 55 oh, right I now. hate when that happens. Yeah. Um, okay, another thing that Abby's trying out is actually having a class with her significant other. That yeah, night. that way you kind of take care of the, like, spending time with them, but in a non-talking circumstance. Yeah, in a silent, like, facing the front of the room. I guess that's why people go to movies, but I think class works even better because... I don't know why. It just is seems it like, like you have a sexy secret? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. My plans for Valentine's Day are to cook with the GF. And so I don't know if that's an option you have. Your Cooking is not an option for me because yeah. every time I've tried to do that, I think I've been dumped because I'm such a bad cutter. I'm so bad at using Oh, knives. she's been dumped from the kitchen. <laughs> My mom commented <laughs> on your poor onion cutting skills. What? What you <laughs> How could she tell? Because you left some leftover onions in my fridge. <sighs> I thought you meant she like could see from the cooked down no. onions that they were bad. <laughs> just, I feel like slicing is slicing, you know? No, like one, then the you get the job. No, it gets the job done. They're smaller than they were when they were started. I never cut my finger. Everyone who says that they're good at cutting has like slicing their finger. High risk, stories. high reward. Well, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, Perry doesn't want to get dumped this Valentine's Day, so she can't Think of cut. my onions as a reward, so it doesn't have to be high. So you don't like seasoning. I think that's, I think that's what we're coming to. No, she that's just hates flavors. Yeah. She hates Why do you get Our non-white there? producer thinks that white people hate flavors. I like Let's, flavors. let's go into that. Let's Our go non-white producer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a diverse cast. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. So that seems like you could be doing something, because, okay... To really delve deep, and perhaps my... We hate to delve deep on this I hate podcast. to dive deep, but okay. Maybe she'll listen to this, in which case, sorry for, like, divulging all your secrets, I guess. But basically, my newly significant other um, made a reservation for us for Valentine's Day, which was already going to be hard Wait, for is me. Is it because... a newly significant or a newly other? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> my new significant other, um, the Bonnie to my Clyde. Yeah. Um, she booked us a reservation for Valentine's Day at um a restaurant that she said was pretty cheap, so I shouldn't worry. And then me being a freak, like five days later, was bored and procrastinating and went on that website of that restaurant to check out just how cheap it was and, like, what was on offer. And what should I find but an $85 mandatory pre-fee menu for Valentine's Day, which I absolutely could not swing. So I told her that, and she was like, ah, I promise I didn't see it, which I believe you. And I... I love the idea of a mandatory menu because it's basically the restaurant being like, Fuck that. you want us so badly that we can charge you whatever we, we didn't want. We didn't want them that badly. You're forced to pay for it. We skirted right out of that reservation, and so now we're just going to cook at her apartment, which is a lot chiller, better for me who has to go to Cincinnati that evening. So that's an option. I must. Abby had another idea earlier. Okay, well, another strategy might be 
don't do anything too creative because I don't know, creativity is a little too sexy for a week of dating. It's also a little cliche, honestly. Creativity. Go for like the pre made um Valentine's Day like gift. Oh like the prefi gifts. A pre a pre <laughs> a prefi gift. Um but just so many RSOs and student groups on campus are not to mention frats and sororities. Student groups. Are they student groups? They're not non-student groups. I guess you're right. Continue. <laughs> or selling like chocolates or like um what do they call rose rose grams rose grams roses grams of all kinds singing yeah. shapes. Do they is voices in your head? Do no. you have singing grams? I think I think you women should. in drag manage unaccompanied women. <laughs> um. Anyways, just buy one of everything from the pre-made ones. Then it's like. Well, you put in some effort to think. You about gotta put in a lot of effort to find all of those because I could like sometimes I go to like look at the AOPI ro- rose sale and I'm like sometimes sometimes I'm like how I wonder how do you think about it. I free I think about it a lot because this same question has been like also weighing on my mind as as it was on the questioner's mind. So sometimes I'm like I wonder if I should get AOPI roses and then I go sorry AOPI for saying this but. We all know. It's so expensive. And then I went and looked at, like, flower shops, and that's just what they charge for roses. Like, AOPI, I'm not blaming you. They charge so much fucking money for roses on Valentine's Day. And honestly, I think roses are but tacky. You have Sorry. to think of it as not a rose purchase, but supporting a student group. That's That's, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you should really just treat Valentine's Day as the season of giving. Like, people say Christmas <laughs> season is the season of giving. But no, at UChicago, it's Valentine's Day. That's when you really... Reach out, support your student groups, because you know that that student life fee is insufficient. These RSOs are struggling. Yeah, Yeah. you're absolutely right. Um, $32 for supporting my good fellow students in AOPI, that's worth it for me. Um, Can we get sponsored by AOPI with all the money we spent (laughs) on Another concept that I had was maybe you can take this as an opportunity to set your relationship on the track you want it to go down if you know what I mean um you're at a liminal space in the relationship you're right at the beginning and you have the opportunity to affect change and and make it happen how you want it set the tone set the tone set the mood and the mood could be spending just all of your money on gifts okay that could be the mood so you could go in big and be like I'm gonna start this relationship off on the right foot by buying them like a 24-carat diamond ring for, I don't know how much those are going for these days, but let's say starting Not price, 60000 you know, like starting price. You're going to get them like a really expensive diamond ring. And then what are they going to be doing for the rest of your relationship? Say it with me, ladies. Paying you, you back. back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an idea. I don't know. I mean, if you're an international kid, though, I feel like that's like a one-time... That's just like... Like, you just need a little quickie, and then you, you, you've paid each other, you know? Okay, well, obviously this person doesn't have an international significant other. <laughs> I see. I don't know why I make that <laughs> No, I don't think that anyone listening to the pod is so lucky as to be dating an international student. I thought this was a multicultural podcast. No, just our producer. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying just, like, create a debtor. Create a debtor. Make your, make your valentine into your debtor for okay. life. Um, Sounds like domestic abuse. <laughs> does it? To me, it doesn't. 
To me, it just sounds like you got them a really nice gift and you expect almost as nice gifts for the rest of your relationship. Yeah. If anything, you've been abused by our society for making for you celebrate tricked. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Us Abbies, we abused you. Sorry about that, but we're just, <laughs> gonna, we're just saying it. Yeah, I think also you might, I mean, it sounds like this questioner does, again, want to celebrate Valentine's Day, which is baffling. I read that into the, te- into the But you could just admit that you don't believe in Valentine's Day. It's kind of like St. Patrick's Day. I don't believe in St. Patrick. Yeah, not that you don't believe in, yeah, not that you don't believe in the concept of Valentine's Capitalism Day. Or not it's like, yeah, like, I don't believe in it. No, no, you, like, legitimately do not believe it exists. You don't believe in St. Valentine. Yeah. All our listeners here have read Descartes. Just take, like, a skeptic um, view. Be like, I don't see Valentine's Day. Where is it? Show it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in it. Yeah. <laughs> now that I've mentioned Descartes, I'm kind of in a flexing mood. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm thinking about Cartesian coordinates and that I'm really good at them. I don't know, like I'm kind of good at them too. Third Sorry. grade or whatever. No, I feel like you're you're just you can't be as good as me because Ooh. when we learned them in third grade, <laughs> you know how you like go over and then up. Yeah, I know. I was really good at it. I never, not once, went up and then over. Okay, following in your vein, I'm really good at um, I want to call them mixing problems. You have half a pound of walnuts that cost. 325 an ounce. Those are so hard. Yeah, sorry, I'm great at them. (laughs) Okay, so basically, I think it's seventh grade. I'm in pre-algebra of some sort. And I was really bad at it and kept getting, like, C's on everything. So I was just floundering my way through seventh grade, and then mixing problems comes up. And, of course, my teacher was like, this is going to be the hardest shit you've ever encountered. And everyone (laughs) agreed it was the hardest shit we'd ever encountered. But slowly, I started to understand, while all my peers floundered and I was just like huh like maybe I get this but everyone's terrified for the test right we've been learning these for like two weeks and no one understands anything about them except maybe me but I was so unconfident at this point in my math abilities that I was like even if I think I understand it I probably don't and I'll probably do badly on the test so I take the test and everyone was like that test was so hard and then whatever like a week later someone like all these people started coming up to me uh at lunch before we were going to get our test back at the next period math and they were like we think we saw your name like we think you got 106 on the test and I was like excuse me there's no way and they're like yeah no like Dana saw it on the teacher's desk we think you got 106 and I was like the fuck like there's there's no way. And then we get to math, and she hands out the test, and it's, like, the most intense thing all year because, again, no one understood it. And so she's like, I'm handing out all these tests in no particular order. So she starts handing out the test to everyone who's been getting A's all year. Sorry, this is so long. Um, she starts handing out the test to everyone who's, like, good at math, and they're getting, like, 40s, 25s, 60s. These are percentages, people. Okay, they're doing terribly. And then she's like, but these last five tests, I'm going to hand out in a particular order because she's insane. So then she hands out to the four people that got A's on the test, like the four smart kids in the class who got an A on the mixing problem test. And then finally she gives me my hundred and six. I'm shocked you've never told me this story before. I know, isn't it the best flex in the world? <laughs> I will never forget this day. I'm amazing at mixing problems. That note, it's been great. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day.